Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 13. I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm here with the fellas, not the boys tonight. We're going with the fellas. We're changing up, changing the vibes. Kyle, how are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing pretty well. As you said, I think changing the vibes is definitely the call. We need some winners this week. Last week wasn't great. We have winners coming this week. The Eagles got their asses kicked. We all know that, but I'm doing well. There's tons of sports to bet on. NHL is in full force. NCAA basketball, it's winding up towards the tournament. Looking forward to that. NFL football, we still have a few more weekends before the Super Bowl. But I'm doing pretty well. Ryan, how are you doing? Well, you know what? It's been a while that I haven't said this. United won a bloody game. It's been too long. But you know what? Listen to this. Jeremy, would you ever think that Cristiano Ronaldo would be coming off the pitch for Harry Maguire? Uh well, first of all, I don't know much about soccer, but they play different positions, don't they? And I know Harry Maguire is your least favorite player on the planet, so you must have been fucking losing it. Well, I was at work, so I was trying to stay composed, but even Ronaldo was losing his mind. But you know what? Apart from that, let's switch it up. The Titans are playing this weekend. I'm absolutely fired up. I got the Derrick Henry jersey on. You already know who, who we're going to be rocking with. Huge weekend. I'm excited. Who day? Before we get into this episode, we unfortunately have to go over the records from last week. Oof. I went three and four, now sitting at 49.6% overall. Not very good. Need improvement. Ryan went two and two. He's been doing pretty well. 52.3% overall. Still and be, then Justin, still unfortunately, could not find a winner on the board. Oh, five and one. He's sitting at 47.7% overall. You need to be better, just frankly. You need I'm, to be better. I, you need to step I, up. I, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm you're not. being called out. Uh, we <laughs> expect more from you. You should be. Um, as a pod, we went 5-11 and 11 last week. We're now at 49.3% overall. Not a good look. We expect to be hitting at about a 52%. And uh, we need to be better as a pod, not just Justin. I mean, him not winning really hurt us, us. But uh, we need to be better. We need to be accountable. And that's why this week I am guaranteeing winners from myself. I don't know. You don't you don't, don't hear trust Ryan, but Justin, we need you this week, buddy. Yeah, I let's mean, bring it. You, you can't say that as a pod we went five and eleven. I mean, you guys were five and six, which is respectable. Um, I'd actually like to throw out there that we're actually five eleven and one. I uh, I butchered the the document as well. The Not notes. a good start, man. Um, Not a good I had start. a push good in there, start. so couldn't find a winner, but we did get a push. Um, I lost my lock of the week. We'll go over that a little later, but, you know. It, Not a good start. I'm in shambles. There's nothing else to say, but we're back. It's another week. It's a fresh slate. We're putting the past in the past. We're leaving it there. The we're not touching going. it with a 10-foot pole. Let's jump into Coast to Coast recapping news. From across Canadian sports, so we're going to start on the West Coast as per usual. The Vancouver Canucks are 18-18-3. The Oilers continue to slide. They're 18-15-2. One of my favorite clips from the week was Leon Dreisaitl getting into it with a reporter. The reporter asking him, why he's Leon, why are you so pissy? And him saying, I'm not pissy. Anyway, it was a great soundbite. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's all over social media. Unbelievable clip. He just absolutely pigeon-tossed that reporter. That reporter is such a loser for asking that question. He deserved that response. And Leon's answer at the end was great. He just completely trolled him. That reporter is a fucking loser. I completely agree. And then where Ryan resides, the Calgary Flames are 18-11-6. 
The Winnipeg Jets are 17-12-6. And, and a little note on them, Cole Perfetti, former World Junior. A.K.A. Um, goal Perfetti. Facts. Uh, actually scored his first goal in the National Hockey League with a rocket wrister on a two-on-one, so that was pretty hyped to see. The Ottawa Senators, weird team. They don't make any sense. They're shit, but they can beat good teams. They're 11-19-2. Um, they absolutely dropped a shit against the Sabres, but there was a wild ending, no whistle on a scrum, and the Sabres had a walk-in breakaway. It was ridiculous. Um, moving along, though, the Toronto Maple Leafs, 24-9-3, and and the Habs, they're 8-25-5. However, they hired a general manager. Is this the turning of the tides? Kent Hughes is taking the reins of Les Habitats. I'm not going to lie, as a, as a Quebecer native, I did not expect this. I thought we were going to get Daniel Briere or Roberto Luongo. So this was very off the board for me. I uh, I don't expect much out of Kent Hughes, but I ride with Kent. All right, well, we've got some other news in the NHL. Fuck the Frenchman over there. But, uh, yeah, so the NHL actually announced today that they are rescheduling 95 games between February 7th and February 22nd, which is pretty hype. I assume you boys are fired up about it as well because we're going to get sure. some hockey. Lots of Especially because the Sens are going to be playing like 50 games in February. It's crazy. Uh, but no, obviously very excited. They changed the rules on COVID. Um, that should, I, I guess, kind of cancel out them postponing games, which will be nice. Good for fantasy hockey. Good for betting. Good for everything. So I'm excited about that. You could say good for the vibes. For sure. And then Very another, good for the another thing, going back to social media here, did you guys see Marshawn clown his the Trocheck to Marshawn comparison online? It was fucking hilarious. Basically, there was a comparison where someone compared Trocheck to Vincent Trocheck. Is that correct? Yep, correct. Um, to Brad Marshawn, um, and Marshawn posted on Instagram that's like comparing a Lambo to a to a Prius, and then posted <laughs> the, their stats side by side. Absolutely clowned him. Marshawn has like, I don't know, like 400 more points than him in like 100 or 200 more games. So quite, uh, quite funny. And then he followed it up by trolling the, the hurricane. He followed it up by trolling the hurricanes uh, Instagram today or Twitter or something. But Marshy's Instagram slash Twitter game is, uh, is on fire for sure. Unfortunately, he deleted it though. So can't go look at it now, but I think Chicklets actually still has it up. So. If you want to go take a look at it, shout out Spit and Chicklets. Moving on, I have a few other notes in the NHL. Timo Meyer had a five-goal game against the Kings. That's just absolutely ridiculous, especially, I mean, he's having a great season, but he's not like a superstar in the league, I would say. He's a great player, but not a superstar. Five goals is absolutely nuts. Um, another note, Chris Pronger's uh, number was retired for the Blues. Um, he had a nice speech, and then he chugged uh, Bud Light. That was pretty electric to see. Mm. Another note from dilly the dilly. star. Dilly dilly indeed. Note from the stars. They're increasing their efforts to trade Klingberg. That's a pretty interesting note. He's obviously been one of their marquee D-men. They couldn't uh, figure out negotiations to resign him, so they figure, well, we might as well deal him before the deadline. Um, but no, that's going to be a great piece for any team to acquire. Maybe Personally, the Sens. I would love I don't to wanna... see... Honestly, I would love to see him on the Sens. I could see him there. He would make a great, uh, obviously, first-line D-man. Him and Shabbat would be a hell of a pair, even if you split them up. 
and maybe run four would be electric maybe run pp2 i don't want to get clowned like i did after (laughs) the whole chikrin situation but you know i it's about throwing out takes you know you can't get clicks if you don't throw out takes Klingbird to the sends you heard it here first over the border reporting live Oh, I see him more as like a healthy scratch. I don't think he can make a PP2, to be honest with you. That's fair. Yeah. One more note. Uh, we got to mention the Florida Panthers. They've been on just an absolute tear as of late, scoring goals like crazy. I believe during a nine-game stretch, they were averaging 6.25 goals per game. They went one night winning 7-1, and then two nights later, they won 9-2. Just a crazy span uh, if you have any of those guys in fantasy you are doing quite well as of lately bark off that actually, how are you yeah well you're in like seventh place but relax um that actually leads me into my first play this week we're taking the panthers and the oilers over 6.5 this is just a no-brainer play here panthers score a million goals as i just said the oilers let in a million goals but the Oilers also score some goals too. You know, they have that guy named uh, McDavid, I think, and Dreisaitl. Uh, I don't know. I read about them online or something. They score a few goals. But anyways, I love that over. I think that's going to be easy. I can see Ryan and Justin actually copy-pasting that onto <laughs> their playlist right now. So I think they liked it too. Um, one other play I have for you guys this week. Preds money line minus 130 against the Jets. Preds have been doing very well this season exceeding exceeding expectations they are on a four game losing streak but they're playing the jets at home jets haven't been doing well i think Saros carries the preds to victory all right my picks i am painting the fucking board here we go i just want to make it clear I told the boys earlier this is not stat backed whatsoever Panthers, Oilers over six and a half. A new name. Stars, Sabres over five and a half. Caps, Bruins over six. Pens, Sens over six. Blue Jackets, Flyers over six. Jets, Preds over five and a half. Avs, Kings over six. Let's just hope for a lot of goals. This is not stat guy. This has to be something else. Well, I like his strategy. You see, he lost every pick last week. So he figures if I throw it like 20 picks, I'm bound to find a winner in there somewhere. A blind well, squirrel. He, he kind of did nap. that last week. Like, well, he only had know. six picks this last week. This week he's got like twelve. So you know he's True. increasing he's his chances. So you know Double what? the chance. Double the chance. You know what? I, I'll ride with that. And you know exactly. what? Talk about riding with it. I'm riding with the Panthers and Oilers <laughs> over six and a half. Kyle Whoa, just was why, why do you like that game, Ryan? <laughs> you know what? It's it, it's just I'm looking at the card right now. And it's, it just it stands out to me. Out of all those cards, out of out of all those plays that Justin just spat out. That one stands out, so I'm going to grab that one and just put it on my card. Yeah, I'm glad you took it because of me. Um, all right, let's shift gears here a little bit, and let's talk about some NFL playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Um, so crazy, crazy weekend of football. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but the Bengals beat the Raiders, and there was a controversial whistle, which is what I was referring to. Um, Burrow threw a touchdown pass, but they blew the whistle while the ball was in midair. Quite ridiculous, but also some funny clips came of it of um, Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow saying, I didn't hear a whistle. I didn't hear a whistle. So uh, it was pretty I just funny. I want to say that I don't think that that was very controversial. Although by rule, you could argue that the touchdown shouldn't have counted. The whistle really did not affect the play whatsoever. I agree. A touchdown was going to happen either way. I just wanted to make, make my point there. Because, you know, if I had the... Uh, 
Bengals or sorry, if I had the Raiders in that game, um, I could probably be mad about it. But I just I don't think it really actually affected the play at all. Yeah, I mean, who had the Raider? Um, Some idiot. <laughs> moving play along. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the Bills throttle the Pats. Again, I was on the Pats, so tough look. The Bucks beat the Eagles, and the Eagles report that Hurts is going to be the guy in 2022. Howie Rosen came out and said today. Uh, how do you feel about that? He's the guy. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm happy with Hurts. Um, I think he's got a lot of room for growth. Obviously, we got killed on the weekend. There's no hiding from that, but at the end of the day, Going into the season, I did not think we were going to come close to a playoff game. I mean, talking with Justin throughout the year, I thought like this was just a complete uh, wow. Montreal Canadian season, if you will. We were trying to tank for <laughs> Shane Wright. But, you know, the boys showed that they can fucking play. We still have three first-round picks this year. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. I'm not, I, I put that loss behind us. And uh, I think there's a lot of good things to come. Staying within the same division. The Dallas Cowboys are a complete and utter joke of an organization. They are getting clowned online. They have won three playoff games in 25, America's team, what? 25 fucking years. It's abysmal. We're running QB draws with 14 fucking seconds left in a game. No timeouts. The refs yeah, but that was the refs' back. fault, wasn't uh, it? No the, way. Yeah, the Cow- the I, thought, I thought the Cowboys lost because of the refs. Isn't that what Dak said? Like, let's throw garbage at him because it was the refs' fault? He retracted the statement. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes it, okay, that makes that, it yeah, fine. That, that yeah. makes it fine. That's, I can't that's wait till next year when uh, Dak's looking for fucking roughing the passer penalties and the refs don't give it to him. I wonder why. Hmm. Jerry's wonder why he a, won't get those calls. Jerry's going to make It really pockets. makes you think. Jerry's really going to make you think. Pockets. Don't worry about it. Chiefs in the Steelers game, when as people kind of predicted, not me, I had the over, but, uh, you know, most people, I think. I had the under, that was a great fucking call. I eh? I think uh, most people saw the Chiefs roll in the Steelers, which ended up happening. And then on the Monday night game, the Cardinals were always frauds. I didn't even watch it. I couldn't stomach watching football football after, after the Cowboys destroyed my life. I had a lot of money on them. But anyway, the the Rams move on, and Stafford gets a playoff win, so it'll be exciting to see what hold happens on, this hold weekend. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I have some very good news, mm. some very good news to share. Did the over not hit in the Chiefs-Steelers game? No, not it, the over that I had. Let me let me just check this, because I thought for sure it hit. Wait, what? Yeah, it must have. It definitely hit. Hold on here. I made a yeah, win, man. over hit by a ton of points. You got to win, man. Yeah, we're clowning you. Then you got to win. Yeah, what, what are we talking you about? Got, it was yeah, forty-two to twenty-one. Well, you got to win. Yeah, wait, are you? You know, You're now cracked. I'm just embarrassed. I mean, that you literally just said that you that. took the over too. This, yeah, you, oh. you got to win. Congrats. One four and one. That's huge. Sure, I, I want. I want to clap for you, but you didn't even realize that you won. I'm, I, yeah, I was. You know what? I was going through the dock, and I was just so heartbroken and just head in the clouds today. It, you get your vibes up, like you sound like I just yeah, added yeah, another on. loss onto your sheet. Like you got to win. You didn't get swept. I know. They, they I know. But just now, turn your morale around. I'm a fucking like, why, idiot. why do you seem you more depressed? I'm just. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Let's fucking go. Come on. Come on. There we go. 
There you go, you gotta win. I, I even just tacked myself with an extra loss. What the fuck was I looking at? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if... I'm just gonna fucking throw my phone I think we need wall. to have someone else with cards now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical. Yeah, me too. Hey, you guys can go back and look. So I, I did, that's why I corrected it. Alright. Well, let's get into this weekend. Hopefully, no more fuck ups. But uh, yeah, Cardinals are we're also we're always frauds. You forgot about that note. Yeah, they they they're always frauds. Yeah, we said uh, we said Kyle, Kyler's a joke. Let's fucking here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game, another game. All right, Bengals Titans. I like the titans for one reason actually two reasons i love the bengals so much that i'm taking the titans that's it ryan you say your piece about the titans and then i'll talk about the Bengals. well no no no. i'll let you talk about the Bengals because no no no, no. go ahead go ahead okay i'll go first well i've got my king henry jersey on the guy's coming back completely different offense with him and I was telling Justin before we were recording, the Titans either this year or last season played the Bengals and got absolutely smoked. And Vrabel's mindset as a coach, this is a revenge game for him. He's got a healthy lineup. This is probably the healthiest lineup we've had since week one. And it's a playoff game. Give me the Titans no matter what. They are winning. This is our year. I can't believe I'm saying this is our year with Ryan Tannehill as our QB. But this is our year. All right. Well, as you guys all know, I absolutely hate the Titans. I think they're complete frauds. And uh, I've hated them all year. Yes, King Henry's coming back. He does make, a, obviously, a huge impact on their offense. But you just look at this game and you think, this is the number one seed in the AFC. They're at home. And they're only minus 3.5 favorites. That means that if this game was played on a neutral site, the Titans would be favored by half a point. The books are telling you that the Bengals have a hell of a chance of winning this game. And I'm riding the Bengals. They've been hot. Personally, I would have liked this matchup a lot better with a different team. For some reason, I don't think the Bengals match up great against the Titans. But at the same time, Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase are dominant on offense. The Bengals defense has been clicking. And uh, regardless, I think we see a great game, but I will gladly take Bengals and the points. You broke my heart. Really? You didn't you didn't see that one coming? I know really? I, I did, but I, I with with them with all with like in me, I was trying to just be like, he's gonna take the Titans. And of course. I mean if I was a worse guy, I would take the Titans out of spite just to mush them. So I'm kinda of doing you a favor here. Throwing you a bone. Okay, well, exactly. let's jump over to the NFC, the 49ers at the Packers. What are you guys thinking from this game? I'm not going to give my piece because it's my lock. I'm taking my lock of the week from this game, so I'll save it for later. What do you guys think? All right, well, I think this one's pretty simple. I've gassed <clears throat> up the Packers pretty much all year. Um, they're going to be playing at home in Green Bay. I'm sure we'll get some cold weather. They're playing you know, a team from Cali. I love the Packers here, quite frankly. Five and a half points is a lot for a playoff game, but I think Rodgers puts on a show here and uh, the 49ers just can't compete. I just You can't overthink this. It's it's Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. It's the Packers. 
Take the only thing that not. really worries me is that it almost looks too easy. But but it's Aaron Rodgers. This would be a perfect game for you to throw in your teaser. If only the Cowboys were still playing, you could just tease the Packers and the Cowboys, eh? Or the Cardinals. You might have just given me a great That's idea. That's true. I mean, I I'm seriously considering teasing this game because. I just think it's like I don't know how the Packers lose, and that's exactly when there'll be this huge upset where the 49ers win. But anyways, cut and dry, Packers minus five and a half. Rams at the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks minus three. I gave out <clears throat> on the last podcast Bucks as my Super Bowl favorite coming into the playoffs. I was kind of surprised at how well the Bucks looked against the how well the Bucks offense looked. How well the Bucks offense played? Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. I thought I thought with all the injuries that they had on offense, I didn't think they were going to look as good as they did, but they rolled through the Eagles who were kind of hot coming into that game. Obviously they were at home. Um they're still at home against the the Rams. So I'm taking Bucks minus the points cuz with every week they're getting healthier. Well, you know, it's as I've said multiple times in past episodes, hard to fade Tom. He's playing in Tampa. It's in the playoffs. I know the Bucks aren't 100% healthy, but Stafford, I, I, I think he's still I, – I don't think he's got it. I don't think the Rams will do it. They, they played – they look good against the Cardinals, but I'm still going to take the Bucks minus three. All right. Bills at the Chiefs. I'm taking – Patty Mahomes, minus two. This feels like a bit of a square pick. But when Kansas City's rolling, Kansas City is rolling. If it was in Buffalo, completely different story. I'm riding with the Bills. But I think that the Bills are going to struggle going to Arrowhead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bills beat the Chiefs. Beat the Chiefs or did they lose to the Chiefs? I'm going to look like such a clown in this episode. Jesus Christ, Justin, get it together. Just give me the Chiefs minus two. I'm not overthinking anything. I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend. Two teams that can put a lot of points on the board, but they're also very strong defensively. So I really don't have a total that I like very much because I could see this game being um, like a low-scoring game because their defenses are so strong. But we saw both the Bills and Chiefs put up 40-plus points last week, so it could be an absolute slugfest. I'm leading Bill's money line in this game. I don't have a strong feeling, but I'm going to play Bill's money line. It's at plus money, I think plus 110. Um, I think the Bills pull this one out, even though it is an arrowhead. But overall, I'm just looking forward to what will be a great game on Sunday. Like Kyle said, it's, I, I believe it's going to be the game of the weekend. you got two of the best offenses in the league. I think Josh Allen can maybe pull this one out, pull a little rabbit out of his hat. Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, they haven't been as I don't know explosive as as other years so that makes me lean towards the Bills and Allen just destroyed Bills defense can't say that too often I think they're gonna roll after that give me the Bills money line and then I actually have one other pick unfortunately on Kuban I don't have my teaser option so I'm getting a little more creative a little money line parlay I gave out these two picks just about a couple minutes ago. Give me the Bucks and Packers at plus 128. If they don't cover the spread, I still see them winning. Give me the money line parlay. Ride it. I like that. I like that. All right, Kyle. Well, it's your time to shine. This is the 
Kyle bets every other sports segment of the week. Take it away. All right, well, we got three picks for you this week. Let's first go into the NBA. We're going to be playing tomorrow night the Pelicans plus three and a half against the New York Knicks. This is a bit of a trap line. The Knicks have been decent lately. Pelicans have had a very disappointing season, but are kind of turning it around. I think the public's going to be heavy on the Knicks. And so I will grab Pelicans at plus three and a half. Now heading to college basketball. I am hot in college basketball, quite frankly. For some reason, it's my best sport. I don't know a single thing about it. I could name maybe three players in the whole league or whatever the fuck you want to call it. However, for some reason, I'm good at betting this. And so we are going to roll with Indiana plus three and a half against Purdue. Purdue is the number four ranked team in the country. I believe Indiana is unranked. However, Indiana is a very strong team. They have about 13 wins, if I remember correctly. Plus, they have a very good home court advantage. And this is a huge letdown spot for Purdue. They're coming off a very big emotional win against Illinois a couple days ago. And uh, I definitely see them letting down against Indiana. Public will be all over Purdue. So I will gladly take Indiana plus 3.5. I frankly love this play. On top of that, I'm going to give out one more college basketball play. We're going with Colorado money line against USC. This is kind of a similar situation. USC, number 16 ranked school in the country for college basketball right now. Colorado's unranked, but again, having a great season. This is going to be a very close game, but I lean Colorado money line. They're playing at home. Public will be on USC. Let's roll with Colorado. All right, and let's get into our listener picks. So we've got two new listeners this week. Kyle, do you want to take it away? Unfortunately, Bob lost Pats plus four. Even more unfortunate, Schroeder had my Eagles at plus nine and a half. They kind of came close to the end. I got. I just want to mention that it was they, like a, they picked it, up some points in the garbage time. It was an Undertaker was a, meme. I, Kyle looked over at me after the Eagles scored a tutty, and I was like, "Oh, we got life." But, there was a chance they covered, but unfortunately, they both lost. But that means that two listeners get a chance this week. We've got John. He's rolling with Houday, Bengals plus three and a half against the Titans, and Shane rolling with. The Chiefs minus two against the Bills. Good luck to you both. Uh, let's see some winners. You know, we you don't love seeing listeners lose. And uh, as we've said, we want to, we want somebody to get on a big streak. So good luck to you both. All right, shifting gears now to the hundred dollar bankroll challenge. To recap, last week I went one and two, lost a dollar fifteen. Uh, I'm sitting at seventy seven dollars and thirteen cents left. Kyle went 0-1, lost $10. He's sitting at $56.28. And Ryan, 1-1, but won a $10 play. So he is sitting at plus $4.32 on the week. And he's sitting at $117.35. I will go first. And let me just say, I am just throwing money at the books. I'm taking $5, A.J. Dillon, anytime touchdown, plus 117. $5, Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown, minus 125. $5, T. Higgins, anytime touchdown, plus 215. OBJ, $5, anytime touchdown, plus 160. And a little cheeky, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, plus 165. Let's hope for some touchdowns, yeah? 
Good luck to Justin. He's got a lot of plays this week, and uh, let's hope he finds some winners. Speaking of winners, I need to find some desperately in this bankroll challenge. I've been absolutely dog shit. I'm treading water right now. I went with one play last week, couldn't find a winner. This week, I've got two plays, and we're going heavy on them. $25 on Indiana plus 3.5 at minus 110. I talked about this game earlier. Love Indiana. College basketball is my sport. Let's go Hoosers. My second play, Colorado Moneyline plus 100 for $15. Also in college basketball. I talked about that game earlier as well. I need some winners. I want to get back into this competition. Well, I'm still leading the pack after an abysmal start. We've got three plays this week. We've got a $5, $10, and the biggest play we've done so far, a $20. But we'll start with the $5 bet. As I've said earlier, the Bucks and Packers money line parlay at plus 128. I see both these teams winning outright, simple as that. Tom and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Back them both at plus odds, too. It's hard to stay away. The second play, we're back with some across the pond. But now we're going in two directions. We're going to Germany and we're going to Italy. Dortmund to score over half, so they just need to score in the game. Parlayed with Torino, both teams to score. I think people are still sleeping on Torino, but Sassuolo, they just let in goals, they score goals. That both teams to score is kind of high odds, that's why you parlay it. Minus 116, put $10 on there. And then the big $20 play. We've got, I hate this, we've got Man City. Team total over one and a half. City loves goals. They're playing against De Bruyne. De Bruyne, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got, you see? Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne, one of the best midfielders in the world. They've got a guy named Phil Foden, who's like 19. One of the best, honestly, could be the next English Messi. And then parlay that with Aston Villa, team total over half at minus 126. This might be even a three you play for me over the weekend. I love it. $20, hammer it. All right, now for everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, Ryan and I caught a couple L's, but that's okay because Kyle made sure we didn't get reverse swept, and he got a win after changing his lock of the week, which I forgot to cut out. So cheers to you guys for getting to hear a little behind-the-scenes treat. But we're going to get into this week's picks I'll get us started. I'm on the Packers, minus five and a half. Just like the boys were saying, don't overthink it. Aaron Rodgers in the divisional round at Lambeau Field, coming er, playing against a team from South Car South Carolina, South Southern California. There you go. I think Jimmy G is too soft for the cold. I don't think the 49ers are as good as the Cowboys made them look. I think the Cowboys lost the game more than the 49ers won the game. I think that Aaron Rodgers is primed to go on a little run. So give me the pack, minus five and a half. All right, I'm looking to get a little win streak going in my lock of the week segment. This week, I'm rolling with the Bucks minus three. I do have a ticket on the Rams, as I've talked about. 16 to one, not a big deal. Bet that before the season, not a big deal. However, Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, that's just obvious. He's elite in the playoffs. However, I also think that the Rams are overrated. I think public's going to be heavy on them. Not Maybe not heavy, but public is definitely liking them after they hammered the Cardinals in Monday Night Football. I think Stafford is not having that great of a year. He's thrown some really bad picks, and playoffs come down to mistakes. 
and I'm banking on him making some mistakes in this one. Obviously, the Bucks are still banged up, and Aaron Donald's going to be a huge problem for them. But I frankly just absolutely love the Bucks. So Bucks minus three against the Rams is my luck of the week this week. So you know I'm going to be doing an NFL. No, I'm just kidding. That that that's not right. Yesterday I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on the track. Train on the water, boat on the track. My lady took a train across the Atlantic. I hope it don't sink like the Titanic. Yes, we're going to cross the pond. We're staying in England. We're going to the Midlands. Actually, no, I think this game's in Everton. We're going a bit north. Aston Villa versus Everton. Geography guy taking... alert. Hey, I'm a big geography guy. I love geography. Big geoguesser. Oh, don't even get me going on geography. Ryan needs to get clapped in geoguesser. That is facts because I did not watch it 24-7 like someone. But Aston Villa, double chance and over one and a half. I think that might be one of the plays of the weekend. Aston Villa have been rolling recently. Since they've been hired, since they've hired Steven Gerrard. And they got the signings of Philip Coutinho, <clears throat> Lucas Ding, and rumored Luis Suarez even potentially coming. I don't know. And then Everton. Everton's just a downward trend. I tweeted it out. Uh, the coach, the manager was going to be sacked. 12 hours later, boom, he was sacked. I should be a reporter. I'm just saying. But Everton's just going downhill. Villa's in the complete opposite direction. Give me Villa double chance and over one and a half. I'm surprised I didn't see a clip of... Uh... Everton's coach get coach getting bag tagged. All right. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention that I'm sitting at eight and four. Ryan's sitting at six, five and one, and Kyle is sitting at seven and five. So let's keep it rolling. Everybody's sitting at above five hundred right now in the lock of the week. So you love to see that. I can't pick a winner for to save my life, but at least when I have to pick one game and one game only, I'm doing all right for myself. Yeah, I got to give you credit. You are red yep. hot in the you lock are, of the you're week. In the lock can't, of weeks. can't take that from you. But, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. So, as always, thank you for listening. And be sure to follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverBorderPod. And we'll see you guys next time. Life's a gamble. So, why not put some money on it?